Let's rock. Hello, yes, Dan Eisen here. This is the master of Tiger style, Lee Moriarty, Dominic Carini. This is Trey Lamar. This is Zoe Sky. This is Nick fucking Gage. This is Bobby Beverly, and you're listening to the IWTV Guide Podcast. And welcome to IWTV Guide, your guide on independentwrestling.tv. I'm Jared J. Hawk Hawkins, and joining me as always, he's not the Messiah, he's a naughty, naughty boy, Charlie Butter. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Money Python, the life of Brian. I've never seen that. Could you at least quote? What the fuck, dude? Could, could, you, at least, could you at least quote Monty Python I've and the Holy Grail? <laughs> wait, 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 oh, wait, okay. Ed, Ed has seen Life of Brian, and you have I've seen Life fuck? of Brian. Ed has seen a movie that you, that somebody else has seen. What the fuck? I know of it. I've just never seen it. I've I've always watched uh, the Holy Grail. I always like that one. That's my favorite. The Holy Grail is the superior movie. I'm not going to dispute that. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't tell you. Uh, so yeah, if you didn't know, our guest this week we have Ed from Pod Van Dam and we have Jay Gold. What's up, guys? What's up, Butters, Mister Margarine? How are you, Jayhawk? How are you? I, I feel like I've heard your voice an awful lot in the last 10 weeks or so, Jagle. I think a lot of people are going to tell you that. <laughs> I think they've all had it. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in honor of how much I've been listening to you, though, I actually found Quantum Leap on the Roku channel, and I've been going through those and <laughs> watching the adventure of Arthur MacArthur. So. We did it. We yes. did it. Somebody watched it. All right. Yes. I love that show. It fits. It, fits. it fits for Artie Mac. The first time you did that reference, I popped so hard for that. <laughs> he just hey, he just listens for of, the shout outs is what it is. He just <laughs> listens to hear Justin say his name. Yes. That's right. The official timekeeper of wrestling cheers. Uh, speaking of like 80s TV, have you guys heard about uh, that time that Mr. Belvedere uh, sat on his balls and they had to stop shooting for a couple of days? <laughs> <laughs> Is that for this podcast? I think that's for another one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jess didn't know who Mr. Belvedere was. I told her that earlier today. Because I don't that know dude who works it is that any meme that he can. And uh, she's like, who's Mr. Belvedere? Like, like the butler. You... Nope, I don't know who it is oh. either. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, he's a butler. He's a nice man. And he sat on his balls. And they had to stop shooting the show for a couple of days because it hurt so bad. That's definitely not what the show is about. He was not a butler <laughs> and a nice man who sat on his balls. <laughs> but if you want to know, I'm sure it's somewhere you can find it. He's a caretaker of children and for a family and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Did he have like a crushing fetish and somebody crushed them or? It's a good question. Oh, that's why. Listen, if he had a crushing fetish, he would be used to get his balls hurt. That's true. He wouldn't have to shoot down the show for a couple of days. He could probably just got right back into it. Slightly aroused, but still able to do it. <laughs> did, did you have this answer planned out? Did you no, already, did I just, this I already a, I, be discussed? I, I just think this is how it would go. <laughs> I, I think he would be okay with it. I can't wait to see the show description pop up. Yeah. Jay Gold and Ed join Charlie Butterick and Jayhawk to talk about <laughs> <laughs> what do you yeah, think yeah, that's going more upset about like mr belvedere's ball stories or like when they see me and they're like oh great some stupid japanese bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i i have no problem with either balls or bullshit whatever you want to do <laughs> yeah those go hand in hand when we discuss japanese wrestling with ed there's always ball talk uh usually we're talking about somebody's ball work or mm. something so that's just keeping the trend speaking going of 
Speaking of, in my panel at ColossalCon, I included the Neo Fujita clip and of like him doing his ball work, and people were like very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, so you wanted like two o'clock in the fucking it. morning. <laughs> they were not into it. <laughs> weren't they there for that? Why weren't they into it? Dude, I don't know. That and the Ronald McDonald clip really like you could tell that kind of brought the room down and they so I'm definitely gonna take that section out, I think. Um the anal bomb deathmatch got complaints, but that didn't that wasn't uncomfortable. There was an uncomfortableness in the room as when Neo Fijidia runs his knuckles into somebody's taint. <laughs> Uh, I yes, don't know. Of course, there was some some of the pictures that I saw from that. I kind of want to go next year. That was good times. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to uh, what's on IWTV this week. What's on IWTV? So Tuesday, June fifteenth at eight p.m. Eastern, New South Pro Wrestling presents Action Clash episode forty. Wednesday, we have a double header at 7 p.m. Eastern. We have Limitless Wrestling, The Road, Season 3, Episode 17, followed by Paradigm Pro Wrestling, No Hook, Season 2, which is the finale of Season 2. Friday, we have four shows. We have at 7 p.m., Ohio Wrestling Alliance, Good Trouble 2. At 7.30, we have Absolute Intense Wrestling, Major Announcement. At 9.05, we have Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Reasonable Doubt. And at 11.10, we have Unsanctioned Pro, If You Know, You Know. Saturday, we have at 8 p.m., Freelance Underground, Back to Church Street, Part Brew. And Sunday, at 5 p.m. Eastern, we have Beyond Wrestling, WWR+. And that's what's on IWTV this week. So uh, Ohio's going to have lots of representation on Friday. Four shows. I love it. Uh, the more shows, the better. I, I, you know, partial to watching AIW, but um, I like to see these other companies uh, really starting to get some footing in there. More, just keep it up. More shows, more people. Let's go. Let's get more guys back on. We were we were in a nice hot streak before this thing started. Pandemic. I think we need. We just need to get more talent going again. We're we're becoming like kind of stale. We need some new. We need a lot of new faces. So the more shows, the better. Yeah, I've hit that relegation that there's just no way I'm ever going to watch all the wrestling I want to watch. There's just too much of it, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So, so Josh, you're old. Uh, do you like when you get letters in the mail? <laughs> I just got a letter from my mom for Father's Day today. All right. All right. Let's do it. I like letters. All right. Uh, so every week I get a new letter from uh, our friend Levi Everett, and uh, I got one this week. letters from levi so last week i sent him a letter and asked him uh you know most amish shy away from photographs as they are a graven image are you going to amish hell and he responded there is no amish hell it's the same heaven or hell that anyone would think of i don't feel that i am going to hell because i have spoken to my father and i have realized i need to adapt to the environment i have put myself in taking photos with people means a lot to the person getting a photo that makes me very happy to know I made someone's day a little brighter than before. But yeah, how about that? I don't like him. I don't like Levi. What? I don't like Levi, man. You like Brian Alvarez, but you don't like fucking Levi <laughs> ever? What the fuck, Ed? What yeah, is dude. wrong with you? That's yeah, all you needed Levi, to say. Listen, Levi's on this high horse about like, oh, I don't use Twitter and oh, I don't use electricity and I don't like it. I think it's 
I think he's trying to. I think he thinks he's better than me, <laughs> and uh, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> he literally doesn't use electricity, though. Like I don't understand why that could be. Why that could be the audio, dude? Because <laughs> just use electricity. Like get on Twitter, watch some IWTV. I don't know why we're supporting them on this podcast. Can't even watch IWTV. <sighs> Doesn't have electricity. I don't know. Yeah, How but he's on IWTV a lot. How can he listen to the podcast without electricity? I mean, How, can you imagine <laughs> not having the internet? By the way, he would never know. Listen, Levi, I guarantee you, Levi has no idea. Mister Delvedere one time sat on his balls, and they had to shut down shooting for a couple days. He doesn't even know this. He's gonna go his whole life not knowing this. He's probably better he's off better for off. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, in fairness, I know Levi does have somebody drive him around. The person to drive him around might look in the podcast. All right. I'm going to press the button. The weekly review. <laughs> All right. And per Ed's request, we are covering YMG New Year Pro Wrestling, January 1st, 2020, from Basement Monstar. In Tokyo, Japan. Yes. Yes, it's, it's actually named Basement Monstar. Like it's a fake gender, you know. What uh it's what is it's the, the same place that heat up was? Yeah. I didn't know. And it fucking freaked out when the show started right away. I was like, hell yeah, it's basement monster. And then I instantly got mad because why did the heat up set up the hard camera this way where you can see everything? They set it up in the fucking corner of the ring. It made no sense. At least you could see everything, though. Like in the heat up shows, you remember? The one corner was just gone. That's true. And then they fought in it a lot. <laughs> yeah, you can I see I thought most- it looked like. I, I, I've never heard of this place, Basement Monstar, by the way. I thought it was like a disco dungeon or like it looked like some sort of 90s MTV, like they were going to bring out. Uh, uh, whatever, You're like Stone Temple Pilots for a performance, and everybody was going to be in sweaters instead of like their normal <laughs> outfits. I was like, "Where the hell is this?" I even thought some of these people snuck in. I was like, "Where did this? What is this?" <laughs> it also felt a little like the Odeon, but it, it wasn't. But it it was very strange. I really thought it was. I was like transported to a '90s MTV disco. So <laughs> what I what I want to explain to me is yeah. this building. This is a small little building in Tokyo, Japan. Why the fuck was there a Canada Dry neon sign on one of the fucking wall? God, it's a delicious mixer. <laughs> I guess. It is a delicious mixer. Ed, what does YMZ stand for? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you on here for? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, seriously, like I was looking it up on Cage Match and all its names, YMG Pro Wrestling, abbreviation YMG. Like there's no explanation to what YMG stand for. <laughs> I don't know at all. Oh, man, YMZ is the thing I use an example of when it's like, why do I know what YMZ is? Because this is the first YMZ show I've ever watched. So, like, I was well aware what YMZ was going into this, and I don't even know how. I- I'm still convinced that you just kind of randomly look up Japanese record names on IWTV, and when you find one that recognize, oh, okay, let's watch this one. Oh, I Dude. think he just puts letters together and then looks to see what <laughs> pops up, and then he, if it's a Japanese promotion, he just jumps all over it. He's like, oh. Hey, what is this BQT? And he's like, oh, wait a minute. I've noticed this before. That looks like, you know, uh, uh, Dick Togo's in this one, too. So I'm going to jump on <laughs> it and watch it and make everybody else look at it. So here's the thing. We did Heat Up. We did 2AW. You guys have done Freedoms. So all that's really left, because I'm not going to do Joshi, because I don't really like Joshi, is Big Japan. Until Jerry, I know you're listening. 
<laughs> Let's get some triple six. Nobody owns FMW. Just fucking toss it up there. Who cares, man? Just do whatever you want. Nothing's real. This isn't real. Like, just do anything. Uh, what else? I mostly just want triple six, guys. If we're being honest. Let me get through this first before I start get, taking your advice <laughs> on whatever the hell triple six is. Yeah, I was going to have you do Big Japan um, like last year, and I ended up just holding off on it. So we are going to do Big Japan eventually. So. All right. So if you figure out a show for that, we can uh, figure that out for the fall when I have you back on. I'm washing my it, hair that way. I thought it was <laughs> if you have him back on after this one. <laughs> Oh, Ed's ratings. What are you talking about? I put them on my, my <laughs> fucking listens go through the roof. I always going to have I don't know. All, all, all the time I meant to be over to your ball. I'm like, you're not right. <laughs> nope. Guaranteed. Guaranteed a thousand downloads because of this. Do we want to get into the show? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. I'm so stoked to talk about it. I really like this show and I am assuming everyone else did too. So let's go into it so I can be proven correct. All right. Opening match. I'm going to butcher these names. <laughs> Kakaru Kekaguchi and Kubaka Kuragaki against Kaori Yonayama and Rina Shingaki, Shingaki mm-hmm. with Makugawa-kan in the corner. That's the old lady in the lingerie? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yes. As soon as I saw um, I was like, God damn you, Ed. Nah, man, look at it this way. Like, she's an old lady wrestler. She's just wearing her old wrestling gear. Just like Jerry Lawler still, like, how he dressed like a king in, like, his wrestling gear up until, like, maybe four years ago. Her like, plus, gear, I'm sure her wrestling she did lingerie. Is that what you're telling me? And I'm, and I'm sure this woman never raped any children. So she's definitely better than Lawler. And if we're going to let Lawler wear his <sighs> shit forever, like this woman's not even a pervert. <sighs> That's like saying Lawler. we should have Mae Young in, in, in like some bondage <laughs> leather and it would be okay. That's what that was like. All right. That's what that was Bro. like. Listen, if that Bro. woman that was <laughs> out in the laundry was, was, was fine, but that Kuragaki came out with that giant martial arts blade thing. I like that, but the crowd. I get it. I'm not really. I don't really go through a lot of Japanese wrestling, but I'm. I always know that they're very quiet. And the, the even in the beginning, <laughs> the quiet threw me off. The ref was so loud. He was yeah. so loud. Everything Two he things. said was so loud. Two things. One, the ref. I think is miked because he's a very important part of YMZ. because uh, he plays like the straight man and the comedy stuff most of the time. And two, this is a COVID show, so the crowd's not allowed to yell clap crowd yeah but no one was in masks in january 2020 it's super weird right no it's not a covid crowd it's not because covid didn't hit until march 2020 yeah so this is where my brain gets confused because wrestle kingdom is at the beginning of the year but in my brain like (laughs) it's the end of the year so my brain is like no wrestle kingdom this time around was a covid show so that meant (laughs) this was a covid show but no wrestle kingdom i guess was 2021 and Wrestle Kingdom in 2020 went off without a hitch. Yeah, I guess these guys just don't give a fuck, huh? This crowd just doesn't care. <laughs> and I, well, there's there there people wearing masks. And I did think of asking the crowd would despite it not being a COVID show. Oh. Japanese people are actually nice people, not total dick. Yeah. Man. Right. So that that in the beginning threw me off just a tad. I had to keep checking the date as I was watching this because I was looking in the crowd and they were all laughing at one point, and I'm like, these people don't have masks and they're all laughing in each other's faces. And I'm like, it's January 1st, 2020. I got it. I got it. Like I wanted to laugh with them. I wish I could have understood where some of the jokes were. I didn't get the old, <laughs> the, the old lady with, with the, the, with the, the, whatever she was holding in her hand. Was it a, was it a mirror? Was it, was it a hairbrush? What is yeah. she coming into the ring with? You know what I'm saying? Hairbrush. The camera work on this show was not uh, great. 
No, it was certainly was not. There, I have I have one line here. I have camera angles are making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> and every line, every other line just says, "What's with the old lady?" <laughs> I think we found Jay Gold's well, fetish. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, what I want to know is, like, late in this match, Matsuzawa-san ends up accidentally hitting Yona Yama with something by mistake. What the fuck was it? That's what I'm asking. What is she Dude, coming yeah. in with? It's like a oh, celery the vegetable? Stick? Yeah. Was it a vegetable? Yeah, some yeah, type of vegetable. Dude, it's just like, just like the my the, the my dude that was buried on this show uh, last year, Karate Brahmin. It's like this weird like onion celery type deal, <laughs> and they like yeah, and they hit each other with it. But what it looked like to me, if you ever, ever open up the fake can of peanut brittle and the snake fly out of it, it looked like one of those fucking snakes. I was like trying <laughs> to figure out what the fuck it was. <laughs> I'm ninety percent sure it's that same vegetable thing that Karate Brahmin uses, like as a who, weapon. Who is Karate, Karate Brahmin is one of the Brahmin brothers. He's like their cousin. He's Karate Brahmin. There's Shu Brahmin and Kai Brahmin. And <laughs> I thought you were doing a a a Undertaker gimmick with the Brown Man. I don't know what no, the hell you're saying. Karate was, Brahmin's what? real. Yeah, Karate who? Brahmin's real, dude. Who is he? He's Karate Brahmin. It's Karate Brahmin. No, no. <laughs> what company? Where does he come Freedoms. from? Freedoms. Freedoms. Um, he works with watch. the Brahmin brothers. I believe he's their cousin. He wears a gi. He's like this comedy wrestler. He's karate Brahmin. Sounds hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking great. It and is Butters great. and yeah, Jerry did great. not like him. Oh, yeah. we, I've we established the, uh, a long time ago that you have a, a de- very different kind of humor from like everybody else on the planet. <laughs> well, I will say though, Ed, the, the wrestling was good. There was nothing wrong with the wrestling in this match at all. Nothing. They were beating the crap out of each other as typical, you know, strong style almost. Like they, they were beating each other up. I have no problem with it. Um, I honestly, I was waiting for a little bit more cause you were involved in the back of my mind. I'm like, when do they like, when is there hentai or something coming in? It's <laughs> supposed to be ridiculous. Like I was waiting for like the other shoe to fall the entire match. And I'm just, and when it ended, I was just like, Oh, it's, it's a regular time match. And it ended like that. Okay. Uh, my notes for this match are, I don't, it's, I don't know this match. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you yeah, give me a little background on on this? Who owns YMZ? Was it that uh was it was it what's her name? Uh Kuragaki? Any, uh, no. K- Yonayama. Oh, Yonayama is so, the one who owned it. Okay. So, from what I understand, she might it's either her or Kaigo Kaigo Yoshino, the referee. Okay. Because Kaigo Yoshino runs his own shows. We could get to those. They got those on there too. They're Kaigo Yoshino produce shows, which are super weird that the referee promotes the show and like they're his shows. And they have like bigger like Karoshida's on one of them. And then like there's some guys from Noah on a couple of them. Wait, Shida is in those shows? Something yeah, on Kaigo Yoshino Did you Produce. Say produce? Yeah, so produce just means he produce he's producing the show. Oh, I think like, it's just a like thing vegetable. in Japan. No, no, no. It's like uh <laughs> I think for a little bit, Kensuke Sasaki was doing shows, and they were like Kensuke Sasaki produce shows. Like I know Onita's done Onita produce. Josh, he's uh. they're like the executive producer, you know, like you know the mysterious benefactors for AIW. They're executive producers. You know what I'm talking about? I I don't know those guys, but I hear they're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like uh, I've seen those on IWTV, and I was like, I don't think we'll ever ever cover these. Now I, I guess we I know we will one day. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I forgot. There's one with Tadasuke and Hayata and the bodyguard on it, and I'm, I would definitely watch that. <laughs> Tadasuke? What, I'm not going to watch Tadasuke, butters? <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck up, Ed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amazing. 
Uh, wait, so 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 do you Jayhawk, you want to give us the uh the winner of this match? Because now I'm all thrown off. <laughs> I've got Kuragaki pitting Yonayama with a version of the Michinoku driver and seven minute content. That's what it was, the Michinoku driver. I kept looking for trying to figure out what that was called in my head. It's not a blue thunder bomb, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, we've got Rina Yamashita against Yuko Miyamoto. Hey, I know these people. Do you want to know about them? Well, first Wait. I want to know. I want to know. So R- Rina dresses like Lita, and Yuko is wearing <laughs> Sabu tights. That's what I have. Yeah. Okay. So Rina uh, is in Freedoms, and she's the fucking best right now. Like Rina Yamashita is very over in Freedoms. She's really good at death matches, uh, and she's just insanely likable. Everybody loves Rina Yamashita. Uh, Yuko Miyamoto was trained by Mr. Ganesuke and Mamma Sasaki from, like, the WMF Dojo, and that's, like, the company that Mr. Ganesuke made after FMW. He wrestles in Triple Six a lot, and, uh, Big Japan. I don't know, he's a deathmatch dude. They're both deathmatch people not having a deathmatch. Yeah, I said, I wrote, you mentioned Rena. I said, that is a bad bitch. She took a smashing, and they, they were extremely stiff. At one point, they were they were taking on a very stiff exchange, and I wrote, I, well, I wrote was shh like no one spoke like all you heard was them just hitting each other and breathing heavy and the chops were loud and there were a few good false finishes uh, it just seemed like a basic match I, I ed was it is it a 20 minute time limit i kept hearing somebody jump in like i don't know if it was with five minutes to go or whatever it was but during the during the match um Josh, I heard, I heard it. Yeah. Are you discussing porn or wrestling right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to one question he had, it was a 10 minute time limit and they, they yeah, ten minute. Minute five. I know just enough Japanese <sighs> pin to figure that out. Yeah. It was <laughs> ten minute. With 10 minutes, they counted five, then three and then one. Oh, okay. I, I was like trying to figure out how long the matches were. Like I was trying to time them because it, you know, it, it was a basic match. I mean, they just beat each other up. Like that, Rena took a beating, but I I didn't know what the time limit was until till the end. And I, I honestly, all I have are question marks at the end. Like it, it, all I have is a draw. Like holy shit, they they went to a draw on a on an hour long show. They wrestled to a draw. We didn't get a conclusion. Was there some kind of feud there, Ed? That I missed. Why were they wrestling? Um, no, they were wrestling because they're booked to wrestle each other in a ten minute match. And there's no, there's no, uh, there's no feuds in this company. What am I missing? No, like pretty much everything's like a one-off. It's just matches and like funny stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just did a ten-minute draw. I'm gonna guess that because one works in uh, Big Japan and one works Freedoms, neither of them wanted to lose. Uh, I, match. I, I like the, I like the story of the match. I like the pacing of the match. I like the fact that as they started calling down the time, the pace started picking up and picking up, and they went for more and more. F- more and more uh, pinfall. Try to win it. And I enjoyed this one quite a bit. Yeah, I thought that I thought the match was. I I, I honestly have always been. Um, I I I honestly said since the beginning I liked all the uh, I liked all the uh, what's it called uh, the matches. They were really good. The the match was really good. I knew nothing about the, uh, the either one of these people, but it was they were really the, everything about the match was hard hitting and what I expected for. Um, for this i liked his sabu tights and uh <laughs> that's all i got for it because i really didn't know i, I didn't know what the conflict was well, this match put Conf- me to sleep <laughs> i mean the, the conf the conflict was you win the match you get the biggest share of the purse 
trying to move more money. Ed, you got anything for me as far as uh, as far as what Rena has done? Any does she do exploding matches or just death? No, matches? a lot of light tubes. Light <laughs> a tubes. lot of light tubes. Of course, more light tubes. Oh boy. So from there, we have Hikaru Kato versus Cherry. And I like this show a lot more than all the other Japanese shows we watched. Being we've got subtitle for the promo. Yeah, yeah, because comedy is like super important to this company. He came out. To, like, he, he came in a swimsuit in a women's yeah, swimsuit. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but why? Um, because it's, they're both doing cosplay. So like that women's swimsuit is like basically the exact swimsuit that they wear in every like school beach episode of anime ever. That's it. <laughs> like that's the answer. <laughs> So he puts on a women's swimsuit and comes out and there's no story though behind it until like, why do I know that they're doing, I wrote, I wrote, he's not wearing shoes. Is he diving after? What is he doing? He doesn't wrestle in shoes. Karasato. Okay. I know from all Japan. He's like a pillar of the junior division and he's like a super serious wrestle man. It's like legitimately good at like judo. And so he decided to wrestle cherry in a women's swimsuit and she what was she a mystic or like a fantasy fortune teller? I was like, what is go? What's happening? What is she coming down to the ring with? Was it a crystal ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you say it so nonchalantly. Yeah, yeah. There's no like. What else would it be? I don't know, Ed. <laughs> I don't know what else it would be, <laughs> dude. I think the most impressive thing about this entire show is her Carsado has got butt, and I don't know that because he wrestles in baggy pants, and that man looks very good. Nice job. Nice butt on that boy. He Don't was very Carsado. fit. Yes, he was, yeah, very was in great shape. Now, now the, the terms were killing me because at least they had the subtitles. But yeah. I, I, they said, you have to have a pin. You can't have a pin without saying something with love and gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's the same rules I want for Mikey versus Dom. <laughs> 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 but that, oh, that was pretty much it though there's too much negativity in the world today so before you get a pin or commission you have to get something you know with love and gratitude and Nick Griffey was very weird as to what can what considered love and gratitude yeah. and what wasn't well he's, he's the ref he's, it's under his discretion Jayhawk they don't teach you that in ref school about what can constitute love and gratitude? Is that exactly. yeah. No, they don't. What? What you? What are you allowed to consider love and gratitude before you you make a pinfall? I, they they did not they did not give me the training. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I, I don't know if Dom teaches in the AIW Academy or not, but I did not have the Canadian training I've had. I think someone should, right, Ed? Someone should be teaching love and gratitude before you pin I someone. Think- <laughs> I think as a referee, you got to prepare yourself for all scenarios. <laughs> at first, it looked at him, and he, the ref didn't get it. Like, I like the fact that he was sitting there. He was just like, he was looking at her, and he asked her like three times. Like, I, you have to say something with, gra- what? Like, and she did a lot of shit talking, and I, 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 is she a wrestler, or is she just comedy? No, she's a wrestler. She's an actual wrestler for, for what companies? I think Tokyo Joshi Pro, like, indie... Women's indies, not stardom. So it'd be like, yeah, like Tokyo Joshi Pro or like Seedling or Ice Ribbon. Okay. And what does she normally wrestle in? I have no idea. I don't know much about Joshi. Because I was trying, I'm like, if she's. I know more about the ref. (laughs) Because I kept looking. I'm like, if this is a cosplay, what does she wear normally to the ring? What exactly do these two. So that dude. I mean, she's a Joshi. She probably wrestles in like genie pants. 
<laughs> but that dude wrestles in Sabu pants normally, and he doesn't wear shoes with those pants? Yeah, he wrestles in, like, baggier, like, like a gi kind of pant type deal. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I, as I went, as they were going along, there were some groin shots. There was some foot stomping. I wrote so much comedy. <laughs> and then at one point he has her in a, in a submission and he said he has to be more gracious. And he did some story about, uh, what was this? What was the story that he quoted? Some story about a, a thief or born, something. When I'm born again, I want to be a road because he wants to be able to look up women's skirts and see their and see their panties or some shit. Oh, is that what that meant? <laughs> that, that's oh, basically what it was. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> that's what that meant. I was like, why does he keep saying he wants to be a road? I didn't understand what he was talking about. Yeah, it was, it was the, the story basically was. Yeah, when I yeah, if I if I'm if I die and I'm reincarnated, I want to be a road because I can look up women's skirts. That was basically. And the ref it. thought, and the ref thought that was enough to warrant uh, uh, to allow the submission to proceed with the tap out because he's showing gratitude to the women's panties. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, I wish I was making this up. <laughs> I'm glad I was asleep during this match. <laughs> Butters, this is what happens when you shrink really small and then you fly into Ed's ear and you <laughs> rattle around his brain for a while. This is what you. This is what goes on in there. This show was so good. <laughs> sure, Ed. Sure, sure. When I have a next time we go out for drinks, before you're allowed to have a drink, you have to tell me something of love and gratitude. And <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Make the decision every time you take a sip if it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. And, oh, if you tell, had... and if you tell that story, you're going to say, no, fuck you. <laughs> Put that down, you little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, the, the match itself, again, was fine. I didn't get the, the comedy kind of goes over my head. But there were people who were laughing hysterically around the ring. So I guess it works. Yeah, there, there was one point where Terry hit a Northern Lake duplex. And the referee's like waiting for her to kick him and go, she, go he can count. And she goes... Just count. I'm tired, and the referee couldn't keep a straight face anymore. Like he started laughing. <laughs> I and then, mean, he, ca- and then even... he counted. Then he counted. Apparently, he was gra- had gratitude for laughing. I don't know. It wasn't even that long of a match, but the people got a kick out of it. All those fans were just loving it. I mean, it's it's Ed. You should. I would like to see Ed in like one of the front rows of like a place like that. Not like I don't want to see Ed at like Kuryukin Hall or whatever. I want to see Ed in these smaller like. These 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 like little basement wrestling shows, and Ed sleeps in one of those little capsule bed hotels. It's my dream. You're, you're yes, just speaking dream. my dream. I want Ed. We should do it. We should eat blowfish together. Yes, and then we should go to one of these shows and sleep in those tiny little hole capsule things. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and wander the streets yes. of Japan like in Ghost in the Shell. And it would be this would be you. This this show is you should That's be me. there. I'm not. I'm just saying. I think we know some producers and some benefactors. They wanted to produce a documentary of me in Japan doing this stuff. It could absolutely happen. That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be better than that movie Nick Ga- uh, Nick uh, uh, what's his name Mondo came out with the the trade. That yeah, it would. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would. It'd be me and Basement Monster. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Well, we we sure got our uh, uh, what's his face uh, 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 Cherry sure got her comeuppance, didn't she? And that was that was that. <laughs> <laughs> The heel got her come up in, so I can sleep well after that match. It was Sato winning with the camel clutch after he wanted to be born again on the road and eight minutes. <laughs> God, I know that 
I'll take Kenton Gink. I never thought I'd pay for 500, Alec. Gee, correct. <laughs> oh, man. So our official main event, Asuka, not the WWE version, against Dick Togo, who apparently I left me to up to two for somebody. Yeah, I woke and up they for were... like 20 seconds of this, and then I fell back asleep. What? Oh, butters. This one, I didn't know Togo comes out to Cypress Hill, by the way, and he is he is fantastic looking for a guy in his late 70s. I mean, he is unbelievably uh, uh, jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> And he, Dick Togo, I can't believe this guy's still doing it. Like, I mean, dude, I don't know if he's still doing it. Have you seen New Japan? I don't know. Let's, let's dial that back. He's still around. Okay, is well, he? I, yeah, well, Dick, Dick, to- Dick Togo is 51, and apparently he's only four years older than Cherry, which I'm kind of surprised looking at that. But wow. How, is he older than that woman in the lingerie in the first match? <laughs> I have no, no idea. No I have no idea because she has no cage match profile. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was not flattering lingerie i'll tell you that it just she looked like an old burlesque dancer i'm just i, I just i'm like what does she do here oh but oscar i have down that she was very intense and quiet and uh a lot of the uh and i also wrote togo has to be a hundred i didn't i didn't know how old he was <laughs> but it was so quiet during that match by the way and uh, uh, if you want to know Japanese culture, that's the one to watch because these people, there were lots and lots of submissions and he was not going easy on her at all. I mean, it was, he just, it was literally, there was so much heavy breathing because they were mat wrestling most of that match. And it, it, it was a lot. I mean, she, she really, the cardio on that Oscar, I don't know anything about her. I looked her up and apparently she's, very famous out there. And I, I was she with um Hana? Yeah. Was that one of was she a tag team partner? Yeah, I think so. Trained by Ayako Hamada. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna ask somebody they'll know right now. Who you are you are you reaching out to Onita? Who are you talking <laughs> to right now? I, I, I can tell I can tell you right now, yeah, she teamed with Hana Kimura, a team called Flourish. Well, there you go. Yeah, I knew it. I, I read. I was reading up on her during the match because I didn't want to sound like a complete idiot that I didn't know anything. But um, because you have to, you can't look it up by Oscar wrestler. You have to look it up by Oscar YMZ or um, Oscar Japanese wrestler. And if you put in Japanese wrestler, the WWE wrestler comes up. So I was, I was <laughs> no I was shit, Jay Gold, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so was she. I was looking for her. I was trying to find the other one, and I kept writing the other Oscar, and I just couldn't find her. <laughs> <laughs> hey Google, find me Oscar wrestler. Oscar WWE. No, the other Oscar. I am Oscar. Sorry, in the mid eighty. I I could not I could not find her, but then I did. I finally did find her, and she. Uh, she she apparently yes yeah, she was with Hana and she and and you know that this match was probably the highest profile for them because they were extremely grateful that Dick Togo joined them for this match and it was very quiet and very huffy and everybody <laughs> was making a lot of noise in the ring the two of them were breathing very heavy beating each other up um, but yeah yeah I mean this was this was classic uh, a good match this was like when you get like in, in when you go to like a house show. And they're trying out people in the beginning, but by the end you get to the to the real like the real top performers. Dick Togo still I know he's fifty one, but he still like <laughs> knows what he's doing out there and, and he really the match was very was still really good. I understand what you Dick meant by it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I get what Ed's saying about how Togo and New Japan really is not all that worth watching. If just I chokes people with like piano wire, but like, what does he I... do? <laughs> he, he strangles people with piano wire. Why? Because he's a heel manager. I don't know, dude. Like, oh, is he? A, is he a, oh, is he a heel in New Japan? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. I, I don't get enough New Japan. I didn't know that, but that's cool. Okay. Who does he manage? Evil. Oh, he manages evil. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, the former, the former IWGP champion. Yeah. Please, please don't talk about him like that. <laughs> well, he was, and you can't take it away from him. Just like Jinder Mahal. I'm talking about him either. <laughs> oh man, you key, come on. How fucked up is it that the only member of Three MB not to be WWE World Champion and fucking Heath later? Yeah, dude, it's the only one that matters. Also, I though, guess. at this point, like. What's that really mean to be WWE champion? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I regularly forget who it is. <laughs> well, there's two of them, so you probably no, no, forget. no. Universal, I always remember <laughs> somehow it's specifically the WWE title. Dude, I forgot it was Drew McIntyre. Like pretty much his entire run, I forgot it was Drew McIntyre. He had a decent run during uh during the COVID. I give Drew a little bit of credit. That's a tough spot to be in. He tried his best with his kilt and his sword. <laughs> and, somewhere, and somewhere Kevin Nash is going finally someone can lower drawing champion than I won <laughs> <laughs> when WCW or WWE which one WWE uh, well I think Togo Dick Togo did did just did great like the match was fine he did fine and uh, and he did he did win that match right Jayhawk yeah is he gonna fucking lose? <laughs> treated him like he's a god. <laughs> I know they were. They could not have been more appreciative. And we'll get to that at the end, where they all come out into the ring like they were. Uh, what's it called? Um, an Don't jump ahead. You can wrestling cheer. Yeah. Oh, gee, come on. That, <laughs> that is, that, that's just wrong. <laughs> but they they came out like a bunch of like an improv troupe. And say saying goodnight to the crowd like they were the UCB or something. It was just <laughs> absurd. <laughs> hey, uh, the, the finish come. Dick Togo gets a crucifix and Anka kick out of it, but ends up ro- turning right into Togo Crossfake and Tapka out. 17 minutes and 14 seconds. Then after the match, we'll get into it. Uh, Kayori Yonayama comes in. Act everybody that was on the card to come to the ring. Being kayfabe dead, but who gives a shit? Thanks, Togo, for working the show on such short notice. And then they're going to close the show with a game of musical chair. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, and Dick Togo looked like he was like, what What do you want me to do? And they're like, <laughs> you can't leave till you play the game. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to play musical chairs. Like, I kept, when she kept talking about the game, I'm like, they're going to play, they're actually going to do this. I think I texted Ed, and I was like, they're playing musical chairs now. Like, All right. <laughs> so, I have this written out as a statement. About what's upcoming next. If you guys will indulge me and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that one just gave me heartburn. This is hard to read now. I think I'm getting old, Jay Gold. Yep. Join the club. <laughs> orange <laughs> juice gave me heartburn. I can't drink all orange right. juice at 10 to 12 at night. You're, I'd be yeah. up all night. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> okay. So the history of musical chairs goes back many decades in pure rest through the art of Japanese pro wrestling. First introduced in 1967 by Ricky Dozan, it was implemented to decide who would be the next ace of JWA, Following the death of Ricky Dozan, the first musical chairs contest in Puro Resu took place on 7-14-1972 in Shimpo Pool, 
in Nagoya, Aichi, Japan, a packed crowd of thousands gathered to see two young stars battle it out in the nation's premier contest, musical chairs. For what seemed like hours, the two titans battled out, both seeming like at different points to be in control, when at one hour and seven minute mark, it happened, and Noki slipped. Music stopped, Baba won. Ashamed and defeated, Noki left the ring. Having just embarrassed himself in front of the nation, Noki could only mutter, I must do better, I must get stronger on my own. And he did. Shin Nehon Pirodesu, or as New Japan Pro Wrestling for you Gaijin dorks, would go on to dominate the JWA musical chair scene until forming All Japan following JWA's closing. The feud between the two men that turned into a rivalry between two, two companies started all because of a game of musical chairs. So while you all laugh and scoff, just know you're watching a tradition in Japanese wrestling that predates even ourselves, possibly. I don't know Jake Old Sage. He could be older than this. Thank you. <laughs> I've not heard Fumi Kaido tell the story on Brian's last show. I I I, 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 I call shenanigan. I uh I didn't get anything out of that, but uh, <laughs> but uh they decided to play musical chairs. Sure, sure. And uh, and and Dick Togo had to dance around in a circle while he was walking around. They said, "No, in this game we dance." And you could see Dick, <laughs> Dick Togo like, "Oh boy." And they uh, they went around and did their dance, and uh, it was a pretty serious game. But when Dick Togo lost his time on his time around, he, <laughs> he gave like the old "I am out of here" when he finished. He was like, "I am I am going to the locker room. I am done with this." <laughs> He's like old man Muda taking a three count, one two three, up and out of there, up and out. Exactly. He didn't sell for anybody. He went down, lost the uh, lost the game, and disappeared. And that was that. And they just could not stop thanking him the whole time. Oh man. <laughs> He told me if Matthew Khan nearly took him the fuck out like he had to. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> well, he, they did not. They, they, I mean, they said it like five times that they couldn't believe he would come and fill in for them. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually wondering maybe it was like Ray Phoenix who left them hanging at the end and he had to come. <laughs> Dude, the way they talk, it was Masawa coming back. <laughs> they were like, Ray just Phoenix, Togo, calm down, right? <laughs> oh Lord! Ray Phoenix couldn't make it, so we got Hacksaw Jim Duggan to fill in for him. <laughs> Thank you, Hacksaw, for coming and blessing us with that old glory knee drop. <laughs> you you laugh, but if they, but if Hacksaw Jim Duggan would have booked the show, it would have been like we're we're doing musical chair after the show. He couldn't be like, cool, let's do it. <laughs> He'd be all coked out of his mind and be the greatest idea in the world too. <laughs> oh, that was uh. That ending was something. They were all very pleased with themselves as they went off Dude, the air. The only person that wasn't pleased was Keigo Yoshino, who made them all apologize to Japanese wrestling and to Dick Togo for <laughs> making him do that. Did they? Did he? Yeah, Keigo yeah. Yoshino played. I was like, you apologized to Dick Togo, and then you apologized to all of wrestling. When was that? Did I miss that? After the game. Yeah, you must have. Oh, I think I missed it. Where was that? What part of the What part of the show was that at the very end? You have to after the after the game after Yonayama won the game of musical chair referee right. said that to her and she's like okay well next time Dick Togo come again we'll play a different game like no don't play a different game YMZ might always end in a game that's what I think she I thought she said it didn't she say it ends in a game we always yeah. play a game yeah dude it's like doy darts except they do it every time somebody will get that one person will get that and that is for them that joke yeah, for them everybody i was gonna say it's not gonna be me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been uh, pretty up with you on this one and you threw me off threw me off with that one so. it's, a yep. little, it's a little dragon gate humor ah uh, well i didn't get it 
<laughs> Hayden's laughing his ass off right now. The single pop. Uh, the sound so of funny. the sound of one person clapping. Quality, not quantity, man. <laughs> well, yeah, that was uh, that was a hell of a show to get me in there for. I like the fact that it was an hour long. Me and, too. Uh, that's the best part. Yep, and I like the fact that Dick Togo was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When Butter sent me the show, and I called, I called what we were doing. I was like, "God damn it, Ed!" <laughs> and Butters didn't even make it through. He might be asleep right now, talking about it. <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys go, man. That's the whole point of this. So let you guys go. Oh man. Well, dude, you guys could be like, "This show was awful, not worth it." But I'm pretty sure I just got Josh to agree to fund a Japan trip to film me on it. So guess yeah, what? Selfishly, totally I'm worth to. it. Yeah, but I'm going no, to. Great. Come with me, man. We'll have a great yeah. time. I, I agree. I think I, I wouldn't want anybody else to roam the streets of Japan with besides you. <laughs> <laughs> it would feel very surreal, like very post-apocalyptic Japan, almost like an anime with you and me. You and your like mm-hmm. in your Donald Trump's a racist shirt and, and your and your yeah, and your on. trucker hat and then and me walking around <laughs> in a pair of flip flops and uh, and an AIW sweatshirt, and we're just like almost like one of the you know the Gorillas album cover. That would be like us, like we just walking <laughs> <in> Japan, <laughs> sleeping in pods, eating exactly. <laughs> That's right. Every so, and then we find a we find a a blowfish chef that everybody says you must go to this guy because he's the only one who can do it. Otherwise, you would die if you ate the blowfish. And I'm like, I'm gonna have Ed do it first. <laughs> Dude, I'm just gonna go start rock- knocking on like random doors and Ali's trying to find that one bar that they went to on no reservations that's like a sidebar and it's not for uh, it's not for tourists oh I thought we'd do like on a delicious destinations the Andrew Zimmer where they go to the uh the horror themed the the prison the hospital horror themed restaurant where you eat out yeah. of like a skull and everything yeah, and we're going to go to a maid cafe, and we're going to go to a boys love cafe, and we're going to pay a cute maid to eat lunch with us, and then we're going to make like pay some cute boy to eat lunch with us. It's going to be the best. And and even though I'm deathly allergic, we'll go to one of those cat shops where they- Oh, where you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you pet cats for like an hour or whatever. Man. I think that'll be- Boy, this is all coming together, Ed. We, we, uh, <laughs> this is it. We're speaking into existence. It has to happen now. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're gonna man. buy butters. We're gonna go buy jumpsuits of those anime <laughs> girls with drool and cum all over their face. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Ed! Oh I my can't. God. So I'm really excited, butters. I can hear, tell. Like, I can if tell. You bleep it out I'm or excited. not? Because I don't know. How, I don't know if anyone's ever said cum on here before. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear how you handle it. And do we have to get one of those jackets? I'm not sure. Do we have to get one of those uh, steakhouse jackets? A Rivera steak? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Full we're gonna go to Matsunaga Steakhouse, but we're gonna go to Rivera just to get jackets. <laughs> you know what Rivera uh, stands for in Japanese, right? No, what? I'm a wrestler and I've been to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and I want one, I'm not gonna lie. You can get one on like Redbubble at this point. <laughs> so I'm sure. they, they just oh, make God. them all over. All right, guys. Uh, so are you all going thumbs up on this show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I kind of have to, what are you going on this show, butter? <laughs> I, I can't give an opinion. I slept through three of the four matches. So butters gives it, gives it three snoozes, three Z's. Yeah. It gets three Z's <laughs> from me. <laughs> <laughs> Two snaps and a G. 
All right. Uh, Ed, you got some plugs? Yeah, Pod Van Dam. I do that. That comes out on Tuesdays. Uh, Super Chantastic comes out sometimes. And me and Jake Holder go and going to make a documentary about Kona Japan. <laughs> to keep an eye out for that 2022. Jake Gold. I got nothing. Jake Gold on Twitter. And uh, and me and Ed are going to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. At Ref Jayhawk on Twitter, at Jayhawk1539 on Instagram and Facebook, twitch.tv forward slash Ref Jayhawk on Twitch. Uh, I I don't think I'm going to be going to Japan with them, and I kind of want to try to sneak <laughs> onto the trip. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm automatically adding myself to this trip because uh, that's just how that rolls. We uh, need I'll somebody be- to be our masa and take us on, you know, be our sponsor when we get there. Well, I got I to gotta film everything, so I'll film mm-hmm. it all. You also have to wear a jumpsuit of an anime cum girl, though. <laughs> <laughs> for you, for you, Ed, for you, butters, <laughs> for you, Ed, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> you only have to wear that on one day, butters. I promise. I, okay. not, I do not require any jumpsuit full of cum. <laughs> you do. You do realize if you're a grown man in Japan and you like anime, everybody assumes you like that. You, you only watch hentai and they think you're weird. Yeah, man. So just wear that ahigo suit. We'll just do it. It's fine. Uh, There's a real name for it. Just so you know, Jay Gold. It's called ahigo. Oh, you, okay. It's got its own word. It's got its own word. Mm. This is the best country. <laughs> what are we doing over here? We've made zero words for anime girls mouths covered in truth. All right. Uh, please. It's going to be one hell of a trip, butter. You got to admit that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, guys. And listen to Podby and Dam this week where we talk about how Liv Morgan has friends. <laughs> you guys going to talk about how that guy said my head was round like a beach ball? Yeah, we're talking about all of it. I can't believe <laughs> that devolved into that. Yep. <laughs> like that, that girl that's like, I'm friends with Liv Morgan, went off the deep end on and all started because I was like, I think Shayna Baszler shouldn't have feud with a spooky doll. <laughs> Just cracked your little brain. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And don't forget about our merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Check out our podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, of course, Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, and If You Catch My Grift. Check out our other friends, PWPonderings.com, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Smoking Jay's Barbecue, and Kayfabe Collectibles. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie underscore Butters, and you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at IWTV Guide. Talk to you next week, everyone.
that's what makes the story hit butters is you look at mr belvedere and the idea of this man sitting on his own balls hilarious fine let me google him give me a second <laughs> yes I, re- I really want to know what Bob Uecker's reaction to that was when that happened, by the way. I- Dude, he, that Bob Uecker probably pissed himself laughing. Like, <laughs> the couple days off probably had to be for Bob Uecker to get re- regain his composure. <laughs> okay. Thank God you're spending this time looking for this information. Yep. <laughs> yep. Good use of your time. It is. Dude. We're, not, we're not doing a podcast or anything. It's fine, right? Right. It's already late as fuck. Who cares? <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy birthday to my nephew, uh, Hadley, because that's why I was late. <laughs> Happy birthday to Brian Alvarez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You were going to get it in no matter what. I'm pretty sure. God damn you, Ed. <laughs>